It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Auburn Tigers were well represented in the Under Armour Atlanta camp. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. We are joined today by Locked On Recruiting Insider and Auburn Daily Recruiting Writer, Brian Smith, and our recruiting coverage here throughout the Locked On Podcast Network, brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Brian, you made the trek over to Atlanta to watch the Under Armour camp that was going on over there this past weekend. And there were a lot of Auburn Tigers targets that stood out to you. Who caught your eye the most this past weekend? Probably Malik Autry because I hadn't seen him move like that before. He's committed. He's from right there next to your woods at Opelika High. Right. He's a kid that moved up the ladder. I saw three, four other people write articles about him that were surprised like I was. So he's taking a step forward. Never have enough 320-pound defensive linemen in your program, Zach. If it doesn't yeah. work out there, you can always move him to offensive. So you can't you can't go wrong. It seems like so many other schools are kind of making a push for him now. We've seen, you know, he's taking visits to Alabama. It seems like Florida is one that, that's making a strong push. But you've seen, you and I have talked about this before, like recruits feeling like they're part of something. And, uh, I mean, there's a lot of top defensive linemen now committed to this class, and he's a part of that. I think that's going to be huge if Auburn holds on to him. I think he'll end up signing with Auburn, but he wants to have fun too. He's going to visit UCF. One of the guys from Auburn just went down there. I think it's an appeasement kind of deal more than anything. I really don't think he's going to go play for UCF, but you never know. Um, 6'6", 321, the reps that I watched in one-on-ones. He still moved well. Just need to see him do it in pads this fall as well. But again, he was the guy that amongst us on the sidelines, all the analysts across the country were like, okay. He's, he's moving up the ladder. That, that was the biggest surprise to me. Three technique or nose at the next level from Malik Autry? I think he could play a little of both, but the way he's 320 now, so nose seems to be more likely right. to me. And if you can hold your gap in the SEC at one, at one or a zero, whatever defense you're playing, you're worth the scholarship. Mm-hmm. He's a decent pass rusher for his size. So they got upside with him. There's ways to go and technical things. But again, can't teach 6'6", 320. And he's a great kid. So, yeah, good for Auburn. Another Auburn commit that was there, Ja'Caleb Falk, of course, the younger brother of Keldrick Falk. Um, You mentioned to me just before we clicked record that he's gaining weight and still moving well. I was surprised. I I knew him. I've seen him play, and I kind of wanted just to see how he moved with a little bit more power. Like I could tell he changed his body, which he should. Sure. Watch him come down the gun barrel on the 40, et cetera. He's still smooth. He still changes direction well and all the different drills that they had him go through like a linebacker. And honestly, he looked comfortable. He was just happy in his own skin. He didn't feel out of place. I mean, he's from Highland Home. There's there's nothing around there. It's cow pastures. That's the elite of the elite at Atlanta Under Armour. It's the Mm -hmm. best camp in the country every single year. This year was no different. It was even a higher level than most. Caleb was just right there with everybody that was a big-time player. He will be a kid that makes an impact at Auburn before the end of his sophomore year as a pure edge. His brother is a little bigger bodied, 
and he's like 275, 280 now. Jacayla, we were talking about it after he was done, 250-ish is kind of where they think he's going to end up. And that's that's pretty much par for the course for an outside linebacker, Jack, whatever you want to call it. So mm-hmm. great kid, and his athleticism and size are on the right trajectory. As far as prospects and recruits that aren't committed to Auburn, who stood out to you? Because, I mean, look. Let's just be honest. Everybody that's there is an Auburn target, essentially. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it was a very, very impressive uh, list there. But who, you know, some of these guys that you think Auburn has a chance for, who stood out both in conversations with these kids as well as, you know, just watching them on the field? If I was given just one player in the entire 25 class that I could take and you said, Brian, this kid's going to make it in the NFL, you pick who it is. It's a kid that's just over an hour from Auburn's campus. He's committed to Georgia, but Auburn's pushing the hardest. That's Justice Terry at Manchester High. It's a little 1A school, and I feel sorry for the mothers in the stands watching their sons being bludgeoned by him. 6'4", 263 pounds. He's actually dropped a little weight, but his arms are like my legs, literally. Great kid off the field, but when he puts his hands on somebody, they go in the direction they don't want to. He's faster. He's stronger. He's quicker. Justice Terry, to me, is the safest pick to make the NFL out of that entire combine which there's probably going to be 25 to 30 of them. So great kid that Auburn is all in on. I know directly from people around Auburn, from talking to the justice, from other people in the recruiting industry, Georgia, Auburn is probably the battle. Alabama and everybody else are trying to get him too. He's been to Auburn's campus a few times. This would be the coup of all coups. I'm actually writing an article about it right now because Auburn, if they're going to beat Georgia and Alabama, this is the kind of kid you eventually got to flip. It's just Mm -hmm. straight up recruiting. There's certain players, my guy is better than your guy. Third down and one, you have to get a stop on this play. You want Justice Justice Terry on your team. What would you say the chances that Auburn pulls us off? Unknown, because he's he's just kind of he's shocked by like an overall. He's such a humble kid. Again, he's from a one A school, little okay. Podunk school, Manchester. He likes Georgia, but like he keeps going to visit Auburn too, and it's just over. It's actually closer to Auburn than it is UGA. Yeah. Um, it's surprising. I would pick Georgia, but he keeps visiting Auburn. Okay. So at the same time, I'm sure he's going to look at other schools to a certain degree, but that's the only one that from talking to him on and off the record that I really think has a shot at all. Okay. Who else stood out, Brian? Tavares Dice. Langston mm. Hughes, he's the kid that Lineman. for quite a while I've interviewed him before, and everybody I spoke to interviewed him at Under Armour. I didn't interview him because I just interviewed a couple weeks ago. Everybody thinks Auburn. He's not hinted in any other direction. He's been very forthcoming. He loves coming down to the Plains. He finally got his parents down there. I think he will commit to Auburn this spring. He's about 293 right now. And out of all the linemen just like walking out and on the hoof, he's the only one in shape. Like these kids are just used to mowing over people. They're overweight and stuff. Tavares looks like a WWE wrestler. Like he's put together. He needs refinement like every other high school offensive lineman, but he's a really good athlete. He's going to be able to play tackle or guard. And Wardo knows Auburn needs offensive line recruits, as we always say on this show, Zach. You're very well versed in that as well. Yes. This would be a big addition. Langston Hughes is arguably the most talented team in the entire state of Georgia. Considering Georgia just had the highest per capita rate to the NFL in the entire country, that's a good thing. So Auburn's recruiting a lot of kids from the Atlanta area. Dice might be the most likely kid to end up on the Plains. So let's stay on the topic uh, of offensive linemen. Micah DeBose is a, is another prospect that um, a lot of teams want. 
that that's going to be kind of a, a focal point uh, on different, or, or I guess on one specific team's offensive line as soon as he commits somewhere. W- what are you hearing from uh, from Micah Debose? A crystal ball was placed earlier this week for him going to LSU. Do you think it's LSU? Where does Auburn stand with all of us? Auburn is right in the mix, but remember, we talked about this a month and a half, two months ago. We thought he was going to pop for the Tigers. Well, it might be a different Tigers now. I don't know. Like yeah. At that point, I don't think LSU was even a quote-unquote prime candidate, but since then, their offensive coordinators changed. Staffs have changed all over the place, so maybe that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. He's about the same distance to Baton Rouge as he is Auburn being down in Mobile, so – I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, Ohio State's the other one. That's that's weird. He talked to my buddy, John Garcia, and yours too. And sure, Those were the three schools that were there, and he said he might make a decision fairly soon. Mm-hmm. So he didn't give, like, leans. But I'm like, okay, that's a, that's a weird list for a kid from Mobile. Yeah. Like, Ohio State? Really? So. Yeah. What about uh, C.J. May, the former Notre Dame commit? He has pulled that commitment. Auburn seems to be interested. I think he was at Auburn before the dead period hit back a few weeks ago. Anything stand out about CJ May to you? I I have not heard anything different. I did not speak with him. I okay. don't think that anybody really knows what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's sure. Brian, I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on skill position players that stood out in Atlanta. We'll discuss that and quarterbacks coming up right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, style, eBay Motors has you covered. They have over 122 million parts for your car, truck, or SUV. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. With all the parts you need and the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car to the MVP. Just go to ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Brian Smith, Lockdown Recruiting Insider, as well as Auburn Daily Recruiting Rider, joining us today. As far as guys catching the football, because wide receiver is a big topic as well. You got to think they're going to try to stack a few classes as far as getting talented pass catchers on Auburn's campus. Brian, who stood out to you and, and who should Auburn fans kind of be keeping an ear out for as far as guys who could catch the football? Travis Smith, Westlake High School in Atlanta, Georgia, home of Cam Newton. Hey. There you go. Um, that's a kid that I'm like, I didn't recognize his face, and I saw him catch a couple deep shots for touchdowns, one of which from K.J. Lacey that I retweeted. Um, Big-time athlete, 6'3", very humble kid. He's getting ready to visit Auburn again. Auburn's all over him. Of course, just about everybody is, but this is a guy that they have a great shot at. Clemson and a whole bunch of schools are after him. Pretty much pick his school, 
Albert is in on the very, very short list. And ironically, we're a bunch of us were in a scrum, like interviewing him. And he just kind of offered like, hey, if I go to Auburn, I get a play with Perry Thompson and Cam Coleman. That would be scary. And we're all like, oh, that's a great quote. So I'm going to use it right here. And uh, I just thought, well, then he's then he's serious about it. Like he gets the team concept, not being just the guy. Like some kids will just go to Mississippi State to put on numbers. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. He wants to go win somewhere. And Auburn needs all those kind of kids you can get. Well-spoken, great kid, and he can go get the football. Short, deep, long, it doesn't matter. He is yeah. a big-time player. Yeah, Travis Smith, that would be uh, that'd be huge. That'd be huge, no question about it. As far as guys running the football, we've talked about Alvin Henderson a ton. Uh, a Kalen Deer is another guy you talked to both of them this weekend, it sounds like. Both of them, right now, if I had to pick one school, I think Auburn is the best bet for both. Now, okay. whether or not they'll play together and all that kind of stuff. Sure. I don't know, but Auburn did not sign a running back last year. And you freeze runs a very balanced offense. So they've got a shot here. Here's the wild part with deer. I'd never spoken to him. He is actually an Auburn fan. And so is his dad. Love Nobody that. knew that. And he just kind of like offered it because we I said, well, what about Auburn? Where's that? Where are they in the mix? I had no idea. And he brought that up talking about taking visit, et cetera. Again, it's, you know, Cam Newton and all that. That's, that's a big help, but he just, he really likes Auburn and he's got a good relationship with the staff. And now it's a situation where, you know, Derek Nix, who's a great recruiter, he's somebody building a relationship with him. And, of course, he's a legend in the state of Mississippi. For He was at Ole Miss, what, 16 years, something like that? Yeah. He's familiar with him. That's a really hard one. If Lane Kiffin loses that one, the fans are going to throw really hard objects at him. Well, Ole Miss feels good about Alvin Henderson, too, right now. I know. That's, that's the wild part. Like, Lane went to visit Alvin. He took time out of his schedule in January to go. And I'm like, Lane's not just messing around here. So I think Alvin is the more likely because he's closer and he made no d- debate about it. Like he said, everyone, when I asked him, well, which guy from Auburn staff is recruiting you hard? He immediately looked at me and goes, everyone. Like they, he might be the most okay. prioritized recruit just based on the way like, his body language, the way he's talked to me about Auburn. Like they are all in on Alvin. I think they really do need two running backs too. Like legitimately, if you got a Kylan in, in, in Alvin, it's pretty simple to say you got a great class. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, it, you, you brought everybody back. I mean, Jarquez Hunter is going to be gone. And then Damari may be in a situation where he'll be ready to t- test the NFL draft waters. And then I believe Brian Batsy will be out of eligibility. So, yeah, I mean, you probably do need to. If you don't get to, you'd have to think they get a portal guy. At minimum. I think they get a portal guy that's just a, a journeyman would be a good way for those young guys to break into just to have him on a Possibly. roster. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway – I think that Auburn is right there for both of them. Here's the wild card, especially with Alvin. For people that don't know, his brother signed with Bama as a running back. He moved to receiver. Now it's a new coaching staff. Saban is not there. How does that work out? He's still being recruited hard by Alabama, but I think he didn't really talk about them in the same manner that he did Auburn. I, I'm, you know, Maybe I'm just looking at that from the wrong perspective, but I think there's a distance there. And we're seeing that this is a general theme. Consistently, Auburn is out recruiting Alabama in the state. And I, I get Alabama's got a new staff and all that. Sure. There's a gap. Getting kids like this, especially if they can get Alvin between now and the end of April, before the end of spring ball and all that, would set a tone. Yeah. He's a very important recruit for the Tigers. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the importance of, of winning stuff in state. They've made some hires oh. to help out with Georgia. They've made some hires to definitely help out with Mississippi. And then it seems like Hugh Freeze is super involved with, with all the folks within yes. the state of Alabama. So 
When you talk to these kids and even some of the folks, some of these players that maybe aren't being heavily recruited by Auburn, but still kind of, you know, Auburn's keeping tabs on them. Can you tell a difference as far as how these highly sought after recruits are talking about Auburn and talking about Hugh Freeze? Is it different now than a year ago in your mind? I think so, because it's just the matriculation of time. Okay. Once a kid gets adjusted to, okay, this, these are the guys from school X that recruit me, et cetera, et cetera. It's one thing for you to call you once, but when you're talking to coaches over and over and over again, it's different. And yeah. Freeze is directly involved with a lot of guys. There's nothing more assured for a coach staying somewhere or wanting to be somewhere than being involved with the recruiting. Why would you be involved with it if you're planning to exit? Like he is all in of being at Auburn and he wants to win. He's recruiting deer. He's recruiting all these kids like Henderson, et cetera. Jared Smith, a big time defensive lineman, you name it. They're involved with them. So this is a good sign. And I, to be honest, I mean, it's not just the four and five stars. Use involved with everybody. They do a great job when the kids come on campus and he meets with them. They all enjoy being around him. I think it's a great sign. Yeah. So they hired Kenyatta Watson to be their, what is it, director of like recruiting strategy or something like that. Uh, He was at this camp because his kid's there. And so according to the NCAA, he's able to go and do all of that. Uh, I know you know him and you've known of him for a long time. what are your general takeaways as far as how he, he can impact Auburn recruiting? Let me put it to you this way. The person that is your, the title is different at every school, the general manager, director, whatever. The person that's in charge of the back office recruiting and on-campus visits, the edits with all of it, that is the second most important person in the entire football program in today's world. I know a lot of people don't want to hear that, but here's why. If you don't make recruits happy with what they like, not what the booster likes, not what the parents and fans like, you don't sign them. He can relate to kids. He knows every top prospect in Georgia. His kids at Grayson High School, which is as tradition rich a program as there is in the greater Atlanta area. His family's still there, and he's he's got a place here in Auburn as well. But he knows all the kids, whether it's Travis we just talked about, whether it's a, some other kid in Georgia like Justice Terry. He knows everybody. Winning and recruiting is about relationships. Well, guess who's got a relationship with all the kids in the state of Georgia? Kenyatta Kenyatta Watson. Watson. So he got high, like Bama and a bunch of other schools called him too. He picked Auburn. Mm -hmm. He liked Euphrase's message. He liked Auburn. He liked the overall theme. That's pretty interesting. Uh, He's a really well-respected person. He's just a good guy. And he's somebody that was there, like genuinely following his kid around, having a blast. His kid was like the youngest guy there. Sure. But – this is the kind of person you want your family to be around. If you bring your kid to campus or if you're a high school coach, mm-hmm. and they're all going to know it. Auburn's bread and butter will always be in the state. But the second most important is the Peach State. They need four or five kids a year, at least from Georgia. Here's another conduit to get some of those players in again. He still lives in the Grayson area. He knows Atlanta. Right. You know, he's, he's, he's got a kid at Georgia Tech. He knows all the key places. Yeah, for sure. All right, what is Auburn going to do at the quarterback position regarding this recruiting class? We discuss and pontificate in just a moment, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book, and you can get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins, and you can bet on college basketball. You can bet on the NBA. Um, 
ton of stuff happening right now over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Even uh, even some futures for college football are out right now. Auburn listed at seven and a half wins, according to our friends at FanDuel. If you think, yeah, Auburn's going to overachieve, head over there right now, FanDuel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot. FanDuel's the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Brian Smith, our guest, final few minutes with him today. Quarterback is always interesting, but there's not a clear direction that Auburn's going to go for their quarterback in this 2025 class. I mean, KJ seems to be, you know, the guy that was discussed the most KJ Lacey, who's committed to Texas. Now that seems less likely than it did before. At least what I'm hearing and reading and seeing, where are you with this, Brian? Well, I've known KJ since he was a freshman and the the same thing is, is today as it was a month ago. Like, Auburn's the most likely pick from what he's telling me okay. if he doesn't go to UT. If he's he doesn't visit. go to UT. Right. Yeah, like he's going to visit again, in my opinion. He said he doesn't have any dates set and all that, but he's trying to be diplomatic too. He's still talking to Auburn. You Freeze is the one recruiting him. Again, when the head coach is involved, there's got to be something in, to it. Yeah, I, but um, I assume Sark is the guy too, right? Sark oh, is yeah, Sark made, for Texas. Yeah. Sark, when he committed to UT – it was because in the meeting he had with Sark in Austin, like he sold him like, Hey, I coach Bryce. You're some more build. You're some more style, which is a hundred percent true. I know how to coach that guy. And he sold KJ on that. What you is selling him on. I have no idea. I haven't had that deep a conversation with KJ about it, but they do like his ability. He's got a big arm. He's not the biggest guy, but he's got a big arm and he can be mobile and move around and make plays. So he's a modern quarterback. He's a lot like Bryce young in terms of his style We'll see, but Auburn needs to get him back on campus for spring ball. If he does that, we'll know pretty much where this is going to be. It's going to be a two-team race. and Oregon and some other schools are trying, but I, I still think it's Texas or Auburn. So the number one quarterback in this class, Julian Juju Lewis, committed to USC, I believe, right now, but everybody's expecting him to flip to go somewhere else. Is Auburn in this at all, Brian? Or, or is this going to be is, – is Auburn just kind of – reaching out to him, but he's more interested in other people that are calling him. One of the Georgia sites did an article in the last couple of days, and his father, TC, said that Auburn is on the short list, along with SC, Alabama, and Georgia. Like, it is a very exclusive list. So we'll see, but Juju was not given to us for interviews, much to my chagrin, after Under Armour, so it is what it is. But he recently – all all that went loved that. I'm not going to repeat some of the things that were said after the uh, event about it because I would be fired. But understood. Understood. He uh, he's an incredible player, man. Uh, he's probably one of the three most accurate high school quarterbacks I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, he's a great kid. It's just they they have just shunned him from anything. It's it's kind of ridiculous. But he's a special player. We need to see again, kind of like with KJ. Yeah. If he doesn't visit for spring ball, he ain't come to Auburn. Right. I think obviously, oh, we let the let the things that happen instead of let the things that are said by his father be the dictator here. Sure. 
But I mean, you've got those two guys like Deuce Knight. It seems like he's pretty solid to Notre Dame. Like, where does Auburn go at quarterback? I mean, you you talked about the kid from South Carolina in an article at AuburnDaily.com earlier in the week. Is that an option here? Carter Woods. He is from West Incredible Side name. Incredible yeah. name. By the way, that just hearing his name as we walk into Auburn and stay like that. Now is it? That's a cool name, man. It just really is cool. Sure. Yeah. And he just won state championship money ball shot towards the end of the game. Like he's already lived the fantasy for Westside High in Anderson, South Carolina. Clutch kid, really smart. He's uh, I talked to his trainer the other day. He's a leader more than anything else. Cause I asked him what's his best attribute. He said leadership. And I'd watched his film. I'm like, this kid can spin it. So mature. It kind of fits what you freeze wants as the director of the offense. Sure. But nobody really talks about him much because of where he's from. It's not the greatest size of town and all that in South Carolina. And that was his first SEC offer. I have a feeling there's going to be quite a few more. But outside of those three kids, I have no idea. Because I, I asked Deuce to his face. I know him well. He said Auburn's not coming. It's Alabama that's coming after Deuce. Okay. So it, that's – I would not have – I would have projected polar opposite because Auburn's offense seems to fit him better. But what do I know? Are you in the camp that you get a quarterback in every class? Are you, are you part of that philosophy in recruiting? Unfortunately, I definitely am now because they always transfer. Half your quarterbacks, at least, are going to transfer. Mm-hmm. And the only way you don't do it is if you already know you got a transfer coming, which is fool's gold in a lot of ways. Sure. But you need five on your roster by the time of the season beginning, you're lucky to have three. It's just mm-hmm. they don't want to wait. So I don't know what else you do. Uh, every team is always going to be void of quarterback talent because those kids have zero patience. Yeah, sure. Sure. And like, obviously Auburn feels good about Walker White. I think they're, I think yes. they feel good about Hank Brown. We'll see what Holden Gurner does after, you know, after spring or, you know, if he responds to Peyton Thorne, if Peyton Thorne holds on to the starting job, whatever that may be. But I am curious to see what direction Auburn goes at quarterback. If they can't flip KJ Lacey, I think it gets really, really interesting. So I 100% agree. Yeah. Brian, how can people check out everything that you've got going on? AuburnDaily.com is first and foremost. Uh, got some more recruiting stuff coming up. Battles with Auburn and Alabama and recruiting. I know that is a fun topic for many of you. And uh, that's an article I'm working on. And at FBScout underscore Florida on Twitter. Lots of videos on there from the Under Armour camp prospects that Auburn is definitely going after right there. Yep. No question about it. You can find my written work at AuburnDaily.com as well. And we will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.